You're listening to Impact Bound, powered by Altria. And now, from the Vibonomics National Headquarters, this is Impact Bound. Welcome to the show. I'm Adam Ritz from the Vibonomics Studios, and we do have the Impact 2020 rescheduled dates. So we are still Impact Bound. Impact uh, will take place at the Indiana Convention Center, July 22, 23, and 24. As always, you can check out impact.org, that's m-pact.org, for the latest info regarding the rescheduled trade show. One of the presenters was a gentleman named Tom Closa from Opus, the oil price information service. And we're working with his schedule so that he can still present his workshop at Impact this July. I did have a chance to speak with him early in March about his workshop, and I'd like to feature that conversation right now. And even though this interview was taped last month, Tom's expertise will show through his comments on the coronavirus affecting gas prices, as we all know has come to fruition. So we'll pick it up with the co-founder and global head of energy analysis for Opus. It's Tom Closa, starting with a quick self-biography. Well, I've been doing this, uh, believe it or not, for almost 45 years, and uh, uh, mostly with Oil Price Information Service, which started in 1980 when oil was decontrolled. And then more recently, we were acquired by uh, the big company IHS Market, uh, which maybe people don't know, but uh, as the Pulitzer Prize winning author of the prize, Daniel Jurgen, one of the foremost experts on oil, uh, heading up uh, folks in the energy division. So we cover the world now, not just in the United States and the Midwest. And since 1980, I mean, talk about seeing changes in the industry. Uh, do, what's the what's the lowest price gallon of gas that you can remember as a consumer? Well, you know, we we had prices. I remember standing on uh, a TV spot in front of a 56.9 posting, and that was actually in the 1990s after oil prices collapsed. So, you know, I've seen crude oil trade for 9.75. I've seen it trade for 145 dollars. Right now, it, it's uh, in the 40s in the United States and flirting with uh, about 50 or 51 overseas. And we've really got a wild, wild uh, next couple of months ahead of us. And we'll get to uh, some of the news headlines uh, here later in this conversation. Uh, it's amazing to me you're, what you do every day. You wake up every day and, and you never know what's going to happen. The, the prices change that quick. Is that true? It is true. Uh, now, it, it's incredibly volatile this year. Uh, I got a little bit bored last year, believe it or not, but... Um, uh, when things happen, uh, anything in the global markets of consequence, uh, it has dramatic impact on oil prices. And when I started, they didn't even trade oil futures. Now oil futures are one of the biggest asset classes in the world, uh, you know, much, much bigger than corn and uh, all the agricultural futures and maybe second only to interest rate uh, uh, futures. You're also a keynote speaker presenting all over the country. Your workshop that you were going to present at Impact. Hopefully, we can get you back when the new Impact dates are announced. But your workshop is entitled Fuel Marketing Extremes or Why Jim Cramer is Wrong. Can you tell us about this presentation? Yeah, I I think uh, 
the notion and the reference to Jim Cramer is because he kind of said that the fossil fuel business was dead. Uh, and I think that's a misnomer. Uh, he was talking more in terms of investment and talking about electricity coming in. And the three letters everybody does need to recognize right now are ESG. It stands for environmental and uh, social governance. And uh, what's happened is a lot of the big trading funds and hedge funds have decided to move their money and their investment money out of oil companies. So exploration and production companies and refiners had a real, real difficult decade, and they're off to a pretty tough start in this decade. But when you look at fleets and you look at consumers and behavior and what's available, uh, we're not going to flip the switch to electric vehicles that quickly. Uh, you know, like a lot of businesses, you might say that uh, selling fossil fuels is a sunset business, but I have a hunch it's going to be a really nice sunset for a lot of the marketers in the business. And for our listeners that maybe don't connect the dots on uh, the name Jim Cramer, he's the uh – the, I would describe him as the as the blowhard economic guru on uh, cable news. Is it MSNBC or CNBC? It is CNBC, and I, I would describe him. He's kind of like Ralph Cramden used to be on The Honeymooners. Everything is either going to the moon or to the toilet. So <laughs> okay. There's no in-between. And he's saying that just due to the advent of electric cars uh, – the gas station industry is going to be non non-existent. Is that what he's, he's saying? saying? Everything and everything in fossil fuels, whether it be natural gas, whether it be oil production, uh, refining, and marketing. I don't think he's aware of the fact that there's really a renaissance that's going on in the convenience store business, and that Wall Street and private equity, in particular, have been paying incredible incredible numbers to buy chains of gasoline stations so uh you know he watches uh, the the things that are coming out of opec but i i don't think he's aware of what's happening on a granular level across the country does he have a presentation called why tom Closa is wrong <laughs> i don't believe i don't believe he does although we've met a couple uh, times i have much better hair but that's pretty low uh, threshold <laughs> So you have met. He knows. He knows of you and knows uh, what you speak of. You have met. Well, I, you know, a couple of times. He was an advocate of Boone Pickens, who predicted two hundred and fifty dollar oil, and then Aubrey McClendon, who, you know, tragically died about four years ago, and wanted to convert the the country to natural gas vehicles. So he, he's been wrong a few times. There's no question about that. What are some of the uh, questions you get from audience members uh, after your workshop? I think most of the questions are, uh, you know, pertain to what is the price of oil going to do and what's the availability going to be like. And this workshop is actually happening at an opportune time. It's elegant timing because we're looking at a second quarter uh, for 2020, that may be much, much more different than what we expected a few months ago. Uh, a lot of the COVID-19 or coronavirus implications and worldwide fuel are, are going to have an impact. And we think we're going to see wild swings. We'll see wild swings, perhaps to the downside uh, in April, and then uh, higher numbers uh, toward the end of the year as the world gets its act together, including the producers and including industrialized economies. And why is that? I mean, I've seen uh, at the pump here recently uh, gas prices very comfortable. And, uh, you yeah. know, with, with the coronavirus uh, affecting those prices, how does that work? 
Well, I, I think you're seeing cheap prices. Uh, just this week, first week of March, we saw U.S. prices drop below where they were a year ago, and that was the first time in 103 days. So the price of crude oil is under pressure because of tremendous demand destruction in China. You know, China imports about or uses about 10 million barrels a day of crude oil, and they were virtually shut down for a while. Uh, and now we're starting to see that demand destruction spread to some of the other Asian countries. You know, the other term that, that people are going to hear an awful lot this month, and hopefully not that much in the future, is social distancing, where, uh, for example, airline travel uh, gets some curtailments and so forth. And that's going to cut down mostly on jet fuel demand, but it'll have an impact on uh, on fuel prices as well. And uh probably keep prices quite low uh, for a while. As I said, it's it's a very, very dynamic business these days. So there's no uh, loss of things to talk about. Our guest is Tom Closa from the uh, Oil Price Information Service, opusnet.com, for more information. Uh, you've written articles for cspdailynews.com, and recently you wrote uh, an article called 13 Fuel Predictions for 2020. Uh, I don't want to go through all of them, but top of your head, I'll put you on the spot. Which one of those 13 predictions now, a few weeks after you wrote that, are you most confident that will happen? I think probably that politics and the political races in 2020 are really going to have an impact on things. Uh, people are asking uh, today whether you know what Joe Biden's position is on ethanol. And I have to tell you, I'm not really sure. Ethanol prices are very distressed. Uh, there's a question about whether or not there's going to be additional ethanol blending of uh, 15% or more uh, in the Midwest. And um, uh, that will depend on uh, how the election proceeds and who are the candidates. Uh, it's going to be a big deal to carry some of those Midwestern states without question. I I'm agnostic on the politics personally, uh, but I like to look at how, uh, you know, the, uh, the candidates will play to the audience. Tom, it's been a pleasure talking with you. We appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck. Oh, great. Nice to be here. For more updates on Tom Closa, Opus, and how the current headlines are affecting oil prices, head to opusnet.com. And for the most updated information on Impact 2020's rescheduled dates, keep in touch through the website m-pact.org. Impact Bound is sponsored by Altria. Learn more about Altria's mission and values at altria.com. Impact Bound is recorded live to tape at Vibonomics. Information about Vibonomics in-store audio advertising revenue share for C-stores is at Vibonomics.com. Impact 2020 details and sponsorship opportunities can be found at m-pack.org.